Hey everybody, it's Kyle. I am coming to you using the Zoom recorder. So I got that going for me. I uh, am at a volleyball tournament. Uh, it's the last one of the season for this uh, club team that my daughter's on. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, had had a kind of, kind of a crappy situation, you know. These things are weird because... That what they really need to do is set up spots where you know, okay, this team is assigned to sit in this area. Because what happens is, you know, we were here first thing, like crack of dawn, set up a spot, had all our stuff set up. And then some other people came along later when we were over on a different court watching the game. And they just put their shit all over ours. I mean, they were standing on our stuff. It was ridiculous. But, all right, I don't want to get into what's bugging me. So I'm going to just skip on past that. Because, remember, I talk about what's good that's happening to me right now. <laughs> All right. So what's good that's going on? What's good that's happening to me right now? Uh, that's pretty easy, actually. So you guys know about the laptop that I bought, right? It's an Asus ROG. Uh, it's a GL502VMY or something like that. I don't know. It's one of the 502 series. Now, those were put out anywhere between, like, three and maybe five, five and a half years ago. Okay. So they're still a new enough system. And with the video card that's built in and everything, they're, they're good enough system to run, you know, mainstream games and even some of the AAA titles that are out there, maybe at a lower frame rate, lower resolution, but still, they're definitely going to play your esports games. So the deal is I've been playing with it and I've played that uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order which is awesome. I love it. I just never got a chance to play it before now. Uh, just cause I don't, I don't game very much. Right. Um, but it's fun. I got the whole, I think I got the deluxe edition of it for like 10 bucks. Uh, and then I went to go play some apex legends, which I like that game a lot, but that's a good esports game. And man, the system was like overheating like crazy. And then, so I said, okay, well, you know, maybe let me try um, let me try these stalker games. So stalker games, you know, those are the ones that are based on, you know, Pripyat and, and uh, I don't know, but they're based on this stalker movie, I believe, and book, um, which I, I enjoy a lot, but it's definitely way different than that. There's a lot more guns and shooting and stuff. I think they're based on that. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but they're pretty cool games and, and they're old. And so I found a guy that had them and he, he let me, you know, take those. And so I've got the whole trilogy. So I started playing that same thing, man. Everything's overheating like to the max. I think what's going on is, and I've kind of read up on this online is that that particular system had some issues with the, the thermal paste and the heat dissipation around the, CPU and the GPU. So, you know, they use regular thermal paste on it. Well, over time, that kind of degrades. And, and if it wasn't applied well in the first place, it's not going to be very good. So I've watched a couple different videos of guys that are, you know, pulling that apart, cleaning all the fans, cleaning everything up, which I kind of clean the fans, not really well. But I think what I'm going to do is go ahead and disassemble. And I bought some liquid metal. Not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but it's it's another uh, conductive 
I wouldn't say a paste. It is kind of a paste, but it's another conductive liquid, basically, or paste like thermal paste, but it's metal. It's a form of metal, and it's way more conductive than thermal paste is. And so the heat pipes that go along that, the radiator basically that, that connects to the fans and blows all the hot air out, I think it separated because of the old thermal paste. And so what this stuff will do is, you know, keep it nice and tight down to on top of that processor and the GPU also, and then uh, really conduct the heat to those uh, radiator pipes, the copper radiator pipes, and then it goes from there right out to the fans and blows out of the system. So I, I'm going to do that. It's going to take a little bit of time and all that stuff because when you take it apart, you know, obviously you need to take your time doing that in the first place. But then the other thing you really need to do is uh, remove all the old paste and you really need to remove all the old thermal pads that are on, you know, like the GPU the memory, the VRAM, and then on some of the other elements that are on the circuit board, I'll have to just basically pull off all that old thermal pad stuff and clean everything with some isopropyl alcohol and then apply new thermal pads. Last step will be applying the uh, liquid metal on top of the die of the GPU and the CPU and then reattaching everything and uh, as far as the radiator and the fans and everything. And then uh, tightening everything up and boom, it should be good to go at that point. I'm not going to replace the NVMe drive yet. Um, it's 128 gigs and it's probably about half full right now with the operating system and with some basic apps on it that I probably need to go through and uninstall a lot of the apps that are included with that system. But all the games that I have are on uh, the 512 gig um, internal SSD, the 2.5 inch one that I put in there. So. I guess what I'm saying, the good news is I figured out what I need to do, um, and there is a way to fix it so that it, it's going to operate more properly because, you know, 95 degrees Celsius is not going to work on the CPU when I'm trying to game. And the thing is, that's, you know, I'm only gaming at 720 on some of those games when it's getting that hot. So something's wrong with the heating. And uh, it's okay for the processor to kind of be pegged or maxed out on some of those things. As long as the temperature's down. When the temperature gets too high, it starts to throttle. And then I've actually gotten a blue screen of death once even. So there you go. So that's the good news is I know what to do. I've got the stuff to do it. I just need to find a cool four-hour period there where I can just work on this and not really be bothered a whole lot. You know, that's going to be <laughs> that's gonna be the trick around my house. So... Uh, the good news is, after this tournament today uh, and tomorrow, there's really no more volleyball practice. I think they have a, they're kind of having like a little party or something next week, but that's it. And so we'll kind of be off that kick, but the kids are back in school starting Monday also. So there you go. But yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, the other good piece of news, my son, obviously, I told you, Chris, was down at uh, Orlando for school for the band and for the choir. And he had a great time. He actually texted us and thanked us while he was there for how much he appreciates what we paid for this and to get him there and all that stuff. And, and he knows we work hard for the money and he really appreciates that we sent him. So that was kind of cool. It was nice to get that message. I will say that. And it's good to know that he gets it. 
he, he understands that it's expensive, but that we want him to have nice stuff so that we do it for him. So that's kind of cool. Uh, now, the second to the last day he was there, which was last Tuesday, uh, we start getting texts in the early afternoon. He wants to buy a lightsaber. <laughs> so they snagged him when he was in Galaxy's Edge uh, at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is they got all of the kids. As a matter of fact, when he texts us and we were talking about it, you know, April and I both said, well, you know, you just have to pull that out of your car fund that you've saved up for. And then you're going to have to work to get that back in there and make up the ground because you, you need to start saving more for a car. And he knows that. Um, but anyway, he did get one. He looked at a bunch of different ones. I guess they were standing around and people were coming out of uh, Doc Ondar's, whatever the place is called, the trading post or whatever, where they you, you go in and, and pick your lightsaber and make it and everything. And uh, people were coming out with these and, and opening the case and assembling them real quick and starting them up. And he said, everybody was like, <gasps> you know. <laughs> and so everybody's like, I want one. So he, he was laughing because he said, yeah, when he was texting us, asking us to transfer the money for him, he, uh, he said, man, everybody here is like texting their parents and calling their parents and begging to get one of these. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, what's funny is the people that are coming out that you don't know that are coming out with those and, and showing them off and stuff, they probably work for Disney. <laughs> he goes, yeah, probably so, man. Disney's really smart. I'm like, yeah, they're smart, dude. They know how to make money. Uh, they got to pay for all those Marvel series and, and Star Wars movies and series. Costs a lot of money, man. But uh, anyway, he, he looked at a bunch of different ones. He kind of liked Count Dooku's, which is cool. Um, he, he actually bought that one, I think, at first. And then he kind of knows everybody had that one. And so he was kind of, it is neat and everything, but he's like, you know, I think I'd rather have the lightsaber of the guy who took down Count Dooku. So he went back in and traded that in and everything. And he ended up getting uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber. And uh, I will tell you this, uh, he, of course he brought it home. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's really something else. I was surprised at how well built it is. And all that stuff, it, it, it's really well made and well crafted and everything. It's very heavy. Uh, the hilt and everything is. It, it, it really looks perfect. And, you know, you snap in the blade because obviously it doesn't have a retracting or uh, blade or whatever. So you have to take something out and then you snap the blade in. And when you click it in there, you hear this, zzz, you know, it's, it makes all kinds of crazy noises. And then once it's in there, you know, you push and flip it on and holy cow, man, it, it's, it is incredible. It's really awesome. Uh, is it worth, I think he paid like $260 for it? Probably not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he enjoys it. And it, it is kind of a once in a lifetime thing. And here's the other funny thing. Every single kid that got off that plane when I was there to pick him up had one of these. Um, and one of his friends actually bought uh, the set of Ahsoka Tano's. So that's actually two little lightsabers, and that thing was like 400 bucks. So it was pretty pretty crazy, man. But, uh, but yeah, he, he definitely is happy with it, and I think it's really cool, too. I mean, you know, not everybody has one, and he's excited to have it, and it's his money. So entirely up to him. He also did come back with, it seems like, a new girlfriend. <laughs> uh he is kind of starting to get a little more like his old his old man in that 
His new girlfriend's a year older than him, so she's actually a junior. He'll be a junior next year. But uh, she's really cool. She's very nice. She's in band also, and uh, she came over to hang out a little bit. Oh, I guess that was Thursday night, and they hung out and watched movies and stuff, and her mom came with her. I mean, she drove over herself, but her mom drove another vehicle, and they came. She just wanted to introduce herself to us and meet us and everything. Very nice. Very nice people. I'm sure, you know, they're great people, and, and he seems pretty happy, and she's happy too. And then he also got his wisdom teeth out yesterday morning or Friday morning, and man, he was a <laughs> he was a sobbing mess. I know it, it, every it hits everybody a little bit different when they get that done, but yeah, he was he was crying and it was pretty funny. And then uh, Audrey came down to help take care of him and everything when April got him home, and he was hugging her and crying and all this stuff. And uh, but he settled down after a little while, and then he was like saying he wanted his girlfriend to come over. <laughs> so Audrey was text Texas girlfriend and said, Hey, he really wants you to come over and he's and so she ended up coming over and hanging out with him for a while and he was he was pretty happy with that. He felt a lot better. And then his his homeboy uh came over and hung out last night and they played games and, and all that stuff. So he's doing better already. But yeah, it was just funny. Uh he he really was if you ever see those videos of kids when they get their wisdom teeth out or teens it's pretty funny, and he was kind of right there as far as how he was acting. It was really interesting. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's about it. Everything's going really well. I'm really happy. Uh, you know, I did have a few, couple responses from that last episode, and uh, I, I appreciate your guys' uh, responses and your comments and stuff. I really do. Uh, you know, that that was one of those things that I shared simply because, um, I you know, we all make mistakes. And we all do things that are wrong and stuff sometimes. And uh, that's okay. You know, we're human beings. And I think people need to stop and remember that sometimes. Uh, instead of just being so willing to throw in the towel on something, you know, they really need to stop and think. And also people who do these things and make mistakes, they also need to forgive themselves and they need to move on past it. Like I was talking about with that toxic shame thing. I'm just not going to feel it anymore because, yeah, I screwed up. I made a mistake, you know. Um, actually, I had a couple beers last night hanging out watching the KU game. And then uh, we ordered some wings and everything, the wife and I, and we just hung out and watched that game. Woo, it was kind of a nail-biter. But they are in the Elite Eight. We'll see how they do tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, you know, it just kind of felt natural to have a beer or so with some wings. And it, it, it was great. So took it easy, had two beers. Everything's fine. But, yeah. It's just one of those things that I had to figure out for myself, and I'm glad that I finally did, and I finally learned my lesson on that, and that I have a little bit more control over that situation now, because I can't let it control me. I have to control it. I'm a big boy. Time to start acting like one. So that's what that's what that was all about, and I do appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate your comments, and you know, forgive yourself if you've done something stupid or bad. That doesn't give you a license to do it again. Because if you do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. So you don't want to be there. But what you want to do is when you've made a big mistake, you've made a big issue and everything, uh, you want to definitely apologize to everyone that it affected. And that includes yourself. And so that's what I've done. And uh, we're, we're just moving forward with it. So I appreciate your guys' comments. And I appreciate you listening. I'm gonna, I've said that like eight times. Sorry. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. 
I'm going to throw it over to Kyle, and then I'm going to come back and talk about a few things that uh, I'm into right now. Hey, Kyle. All right, we're back. All right, what am I into right now? Um, you know, as far as music goes, I did see that there's a new Red Hot Chili Peppers single, which is cool. Uh, I'm excited for that album whenever they drop that. I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm excited about that. Um, another thing on the music front, you know, there's all these videos out there of people that are trained musicians and singers and opera singers and voice coaches um, watching various rock singers and then commenting on it, you know, and discussing things. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with Queensryche, um, but their lead singer, Jeff Tate, that's G-E-O-F-F, and then last name T-A-T-E. That dude is definitely one of the greatest voices, I think, in in the history of rock, in my opinion. I mean, there's him and Freddie Mercury. Those two are the the most solid voices, in my opinion, and the most versatile high, you know, extremely large range voices that have ever happened. And I think they also were both trained at one time or they were training to be opera singers, if I remember correctly. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter if they were or not. There's a song called Take Hold of the Flame. And if you haven't heard that song before, um, it's off their second album, I think it's called The Warning. Um, man, it is something else if you've never heard that song i i highly recommend and I'll, I'll put a link i know i always say that and i forget to put a link but i will put a link to uh just the straight up music video for that song and it's it's a live version of it in japan i believe but holy shit you're gonna be floored and then if you enjoy that go ahead and and check on youtube for some of these people that are actually like there's a woman I started watching. I, I watched these like over about a year ago and it was pretty amazing. And Audrey watched them with me and it was like, wow. And I dug it and everything, but a new one popped up on my YouTube feed. And it's this woman who actually is an opera singer and she's from, she graduated from Juilliard, you know? So she's very well trained. She's very uh, well known and everything. And she was reviewing this and she was floored. Uh, she says that quite simply, it's the greatest voice she's ever heard as far as rock goes. Um, she also has great things to say about Ronnie James Dio and, and really even Ozzy Osbourne with Black Sabbath. But, um, yeah, I'll put a link to that in there, but I tried to order that album. Um, I liked that album and I really like the next one. I think it's called Rage for Order. And then of course I like the Operation Mindcrime albums. Um, I do have their album Empire, which is really good too, but that's kind of when they started changing a little and kind of got away from what I liked so much. It's still really good. Um, Silent Lucidity is the big song on there. That song was a huge hit, and it's a it's kind of a slow lullaby type song, but it's really good, and his voice is amazing on that too. But uh, yeah, it's fun to watch, man. T take, check those out if you get a chance. Like I said, I'll Try to remember to put the links in here. If not, it's really easy. YouTube, Queensryche. It's just how it sounds. Q-U-E-E-N-S-R-Y-C-H-E. Okay? And uh, Take Hold of the Flame is the name of the song. Okay? It's, it's incredible. Uh, check it out. Uh, other than that, as far as music goes, I mean, not a whole lot. 
new or different or anything that I'm really listening to. I'm very anxious for the Frank Black and the Catholics albums to start dropping on vinyl. Definitely going to get all those when they come out. Maybe they'll do something cool and put them all out in a box. I, that'd be good for me because I, I want to buy every single one of them. They're all great. I think there's six, five or six of them. So hoping those come out soon. And that's about it. I did get, I think I told you guys I got that. Yeah, I got that Nazareth Hair of the Dogs album. Sounds great, by the way. Pristine condition, perfect. It's like it, I just pulled it off the record store shelves when it was brand new, basically. I don't know. I'm sure it's been listened to before me, but I don't, probably just once. It's good. It sounds really good. It looks good. It's in great condition. So I tried to order that Queensryche, the Warning album, and I finally settled on a guy that's in France. And I was jazzed because he has a very good plus copy um, for the actual, for the media and for the the uh, cover, the sleeve. Um, but he ended up messaging me back and saying that he thinks he made a mistake. He has another version of it, but it's not as high a quality. And he thinks he might have accidentally given that higher quality to someone who paid less. And so he doesn't really have the version he thought he had. So he offered to kind of cut some off and sell me that one or to refund me. So I just said, just refund me, man. I, that's fine. People make mistakes. Again, no big deal. I'll find it. I'll find it another time. I had ordered it like six or nine months ago, and it finally was coming through. So I was excited about that. But I'll find another copy. It's not the end of the world. Uh, well, let's see. What am I watching? Um, I started watching Letter Kenny. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It's on Hulu. It's about this town called Letterkenny, where these kind of hicks live. And uh, they. It, it's interesting because they... They basically sit around and talk all day. They have these this farm. They're on this farm, and it's this older brother's running the farm now, and his little sister's there. They don't really talk about yet. They don't talk about what happened with the parents or whatever. And then uh, two of the brother's friends that help on the farm and everything, they're always kind of sitting around just talking about bullshit. I think it's funny as hell. I love it. Um, but I try to watch an episode after the basketball game last night, I tried to watch an episode with April and she was not having it. <laughs> I still think it's great. I will try to include a couple clips uh, in the notes and you can check it out and see what you think. But, but yeah. Um, and then there was another show we started watching. I think it's relatively new called Flatch, F-L-A-T-C-H. And it's about a town also, um, but it's a Fox show. I'll be honest with you. I think that, to me, that show, they're just kind of trying too hard. It just doesn't seem, it's kind of cheesy, you know? It, it, it's like they're trying hard to be quirky. But in, in reality, they just come out, kind of come off as lame. Uh, so I, I don't know. I didn't really care for that one. Um, what else? Yeah, nothing else really that I can think of new. Uh, there's some stuff coming. I'm very excited about the Obi-Wan show. You know, this week. The Moon Knight show starts up on Disney+. Plus. I'm very jazzed about that. And then here in a couple weeks, um, The Batman will be on HBO Max. I can't wait to watch that one again. So they did release the uh, the actual scene with the Joker that, that got cut out of the film. Um, it's earlier in the story when Batman goes to Arkham Asylum to talk to the Joker to kind of get some ideas about how to catch the this guy called that calls himself the Riddler. It's really interesting. I will say this about this this 
Batman film, and it seems like it's going to be a series or a trilogy. But they don't pull any punches when it comes to things being dark and somewhat grotesque. And this version of the Joker is pretty horrifying and grotesque. And uh, the way that the Riddler acts and everything and behaves and how psychotic he is and everything is very dark and grim and grotesque as well. Um, it's really gritty and all that stuff. And I, I like it. I think it translates well uh, to film. And, and so it was interesting to see that, that clip that got pulled out of the film. Um, but I'm sure we all know, you know, the Joker, Joker will show up in these films. I bet you the next film's all about the Penguin because they kind of set it up in this one. Um, and then the third film will be about, you know, the Joker. And maybe all three. Maybe the Joker gets them all out and they're all kind of battling Batman at the same time. But, it, it, again, I can't say enough about how great that film is. The other film I'm really interested in seeing is, I think it's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I think that's what it's called, or it might be Everywhere, Everything, All at Once. I don't know. But it looks amazing. It's a, it's a, it's about an Asian woman, and it, there's time travel and alternate universes and all this stuff involved in the film and in the story. And it looks absolutely incredible. It's the most intriguing trailer that I've seen in a long time. I'm very interested in seeing that film. And I'm also very interested in seeing The Northman, which is the newest Rob, I think it's Robert Eggers. Is it? it I think it is Robert Eggers. I don't know. The guy who made The Lighthouse and made uh, Witch. It's either him or it might be Ari Aster, which is the guy that made um, Midsommar and uh, I can't remember the name of the other film. Boy, that uh, I don't remember the name of the film, but it's scary as shit. I, it could be that. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, Northman is coming out, and it looks great. I think it is Robert Eggers. Looking forward to that movie. Uh, that's about it on the film front and TV front. And then comics. Yeah, I, I haven't, or books in general. I haven't really been as faithful as I'd like to be. I really need to get back into that a little bit. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not going to say much about it, but I've got some I'm backed up on. And I really need to kind of get back in it and, and, and all that jazz. But yeah, finding time, you know. All right. So I said in the last episode I was going to bring up, and I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about some podcasts that I'm listening to. So the Mr. Ballin podcast is great. If you've ever watched his show on YouTube, and I think he was on TikTok maybe, or yeah, TikTok. Um, but it's amazing. I love that show. And I could watch those videos forever. I think I have watched all of his videos. Dude's got like 6 million subscribers, man. And it is just solid as a rock. Uh, so I always listen to that. He usually has a couple episodes a week. Uh, the other ones I'm listening to are, uh, there's one called Twin Flames, which is a Wondery uh, podcast. They do really good production work. But that one is about this somewhat of a cult that got started that claimed that, you know, they kind of preyed upon people that were trying to find love these days. And the whole idea of twin flames is this couple would say that every person out there has a twin flame or another person out there that they're supposed to be with and they belong together no matter what. And so havoc ensues. You just have to listen to it. But that's a good one. Um, the pink, 
The Pink Moon Murders is another good one I've been listening to. Uh, pretty grim and dark there, but highly recommend that if you haven't listened to that one. Um, and then another really good one I listened to all the way through uh, is called American Radical. It's really good. It's about this woman who got caught up in the whole QAnon thing and had never really been involved in anything like that before. But all of a sudden she was, and then the next thing you know, she was storming the Capitol, and then uh, she ended up getting killed. And uh, so it's kind of a uh, interviews with her family and her sister that she was really close to that they're kind of wondering, like, what the hell happened here? Like, how did this person go from being this fun aunt and sister and everything to this radicalized loon who believed that you know, the Clintons and other people are trying to eat babies and have sex with children and all that garbage. Uh, how did that happen? Anyway, it's a really interesting podcast. Um, you know, and let me talk about some older ones that I listened to before that I don't really do anymore. Now, I Survived has come back out. It was a TV show I really liked a lot. Um, I think it was on the Biography Channel or History Channel. That's really good. It's it's the TV show is you know basically every episode is multiple people that survived something that they really probably should have died in. Um, unfortunately, almost every single episode has one story about a woman who was attacked by a man and and he held her and raped her and tried to kill her and all this stuff and she survived. Almost every single episode of the podcast is just those stories about women and it's, it's kind of a bummer but there you go it happens a lot you know um that's a good one again you got to be okay with listening to some really dark horrible stuff there um down the hill is another one about these two girls that uh, kind of walked out into the woods with and they came across some guy and there's actual video of this guy they found on one of the girls phones later but they're trying to figure out who he was. And, and he says down the hill, that's the only thing, the only thing they have of his voice and the only footage they have of him. They're trying to figure out who that is. But basically what he did is he got him to go down the hill from where they were on these railroad tracks and he murdered them both. It's pretty horrifying, but good story. Nonetheless, good podcast. Um, some more fun podcasts. I used to listen to how did this get made all the time? That's with Paul Shear, uh, June, Diane Raphael and, uh, um, Jason Manzukas. You may not know all their names, but you know who they are. Uh, June Diane Raphael is one of the daughters, the real kind of snotty, uh, richy, rich, elegant daughter in Grace and Frankie. Okay. Paul Shear's been in a hundred things, but uh, I think, was it Black Monday? That was the newest thing he was in on, on Showtime. And then Jason Manzukas too. He's been in a bunch of things. Um, I think Paul and Jason were both in the league. I don't know if you ever watch that show about the fantasy football league. And then Jason Manzukas has also been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is really good. Uh, but anyway, they take movies that are out there that, you know, whether it be from 30 years ago or a brand new movie, and they just talk about, you know, how did this get made, man? This movie's so bad type of thing. And they do a whole series on um, the uh, Fast and the Furious films. <laughs> They love watching those, but they're so bad. Um, and another real fun one out there is Radio Rental. 
if you haven't listened to that, it's pretty neat. And it kind of is a cross between funny and kind of eerie. But it's these weird uh, stories that people write in. I've actually submitted stories, and we'll see if they ever get to me. But they're kind of creepy situations or stories that these people were involved in. And they kind of tell the story themselves. It's really good. And then, uh, let's see, who's the guy? Rain Wilson. Uh, he's, he, he's Dwight from The Office, okay, from the American version of The Office. He hosts it as a fictional character called Terry Carnation that runs this video store. And you just kind of have to listen to it. But it's, it's a lot of fun. Check that out if you get a chance. And then, of all time, the biggest podcast I ever listened to, and I was actually on, and I was in uh, some footage they captured because they were shooting a film when I was there for this one. But that is Harmontown. Um, what that is, is a show, but it's Dan Harmon. He's uh, the creator of Community. Uh, he's a co-creator of Rick and Morty, pretty big one. Uh, but he, he's a writer in Hollywood, and he kind of made it big and everything. But this is his podcast where he just kind of, you know, talks about himself mostly. And it's it's pretty neurotic and ridiculous sometimes, but it is it is a good listen. And, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember when it was, but I actually went to the Kansas City because uh, he was traveling around the country. They were traveling around the country doing this, and I went to the Kansas City one. And I'm on that episode. Um, at the very beginning, he asked for somebody to come up on stage, and I went up on stage. And I have video of it, too. I'm not going to share that with you, but you can definitely <laughs> listen to the episode. It's pretty crazy. But those, I mean, I listen to those all the time. Now, last podcast on the left is really good, too. But they switched over to only being available on Spotify, which I love Spotify, but I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Um, so I, I know they probably got an exclusive deal or whatever. I just don't listen to it. But yeah, I mean, those are the ones that I listen to. Those are the ones I'm into. If you're looking for something to listen to, you're, you're interested in something like that, check them out because they are good entertainment. And, uh, you know, they're free, guys. Um, I mean, you can support them and help, you know, give money to help them keep producing them for certain certain ones of them. Um, but they're free, just like this one is that you guys listen to. So, uh, again, that's what I'm into right now, guys. That's all I got. Um, I'm hoping to have that computer fixed up and all that stuff by next time I do an episode. And uh, y'all let you know how that goes. But that's all. That's all I got, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Jayhawks won again last night. So they are in the Elite Eight. Hopefully they win tomorrow night and they're in the Final Four. That would be pretty awesome. I guess we'll see. Royals are looking pretty good. Uh, I know Bobby Witt Jr.'s had a couple dingers in spring training. So hopefully that continues. And, uh, you know, Salvi's as good as Salvi is. Um, and then, yeah, the Chiefs uh, traded off Tyreek Hill. The Cheetah, he's out of here. But I think they got like five draft picks. So kind of a no-brainer. And he wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, and he is now. I think he gets $30 million a year, I believe. So a four, four-year, $120 million contract he got. The dude is, I think, 31 maybe. He's kind of getting up there, but he's still lightning fast. But, you know, to be honest, I mean, we just weren't going to pay him that much, and I'll if we can get five draft picks, and I think it's a first and second round pick this year, and then three draft picks next year also, let's do it. He can go be a Miami Dolphin. I mean, that's where you go to have your career die. 
I'll be honest. I know there's some Dolphin fans. I've known a few Dolphin fans, and I get it, man. I, I do think that uh, I do think that they were a pretty glorious team at one time. I mean, Don Shula was a great manager, or sorry, coach. But yeah, Dan Marino is definitely one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. But they're just not a great team, you know. But Cheetah's going to go get his money, and that's fine. Uh, we'll we'll be okay. But that's it, guys. That's all I got. Uh, keep listening. I appreciate you guys. It's, it's kind of nice and warm out. It's like 52 degrees, so it's not like hot. But it does feel pretty good outside. Um, so get off my lawn. 